Dan's Drive-In Double Feature presents One Minute with European Zombies circa 1980, episode 39, covering the 39th minutes of Zombie Lake and Burial Ground from 1980. My name is Dan. I'm your host. How are you? Let's dive right in here. Let's dive right in here. The previous minute of Zombie Lake ended with them beginning to throw zombies in the lake. The French resistance fighter because there were more zombies, Nazis. See, I keep doing that. There were more Nazis on the way. The first Nazi is thrown in. The second one is most likely going to be the one who had the child earlier, a few minutes ago. And this minute ended with the French resistance fighter kind of giving the the bird to uh, the Nazi who gets thrown in the lake. Now I understand why the lake's got such a strange name. You could call it the damn lake of the dam. I know how you feel about the lake. Hooray, the mayor's story is done. But before it's done, though, we get get a shot of the mayor standing sort of on a little space, uh, looking with like a little stone wall um, or railing kind of thing in front of him, looking out at the lake, watching... uh, the zombies who who do sink into the into the lake and he's holding a torch and there are shots where it's looking right at him and he's holding the torch but then when it cuts to a side shot of him he's like holding the torch at a weird angle like i don't know i don't know where he's pointing that torch and i don't know that it's it's doing any good where he's pointing at it 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 seems like if it's so dark that he needs a torch this torch isn't going to help him light up the lake it might let it you know might cause him to set the lake on fire. I don't know what they've been doing in the lake, but yeah. And the story ends. Hooray! The damned lake of the damned. And yeah, and like looking at, when it cuts back to the mayor's office, of course you immediately look around to see if you can see any lighting equipment, any of the camera crew or anything like that. I don't. They, they've actually set it up. It's a decent uh, decent framing uh, and yeah, it looks pretty good. And, and of course the I, I don't know why the dubbers chose to do this, but the last one isn't on... There no, there's no French for it. That's just an English thing. And the thing I, I, the thing that makes it like, what? Is because they show them throw... I, I think it's it's our guy, the, the, the dad. They show they throw him in, and like the three guys are like floating really close to one another there. And they show him floating there, and then it immediately cuts to them throwing another guy in, and this one with a helmet on. It's like, wait a minute, I th- I think you counted wrong. I think the one we just threw in that was the penultimate one was not the last one. Yeah, Pierre could never count. Last one, psh, all right, here, we got this one more, you know. Um, but that was, that. I mean, that happens in this movie on occasion. I mean, it's those, it's those dubbers. I mean, by this time, they probably dubbed so many movies like this that they were just going loopy and just saying whatever. Let's just say last one right here. Well, it isn't the last one. Who cares? And it, it, 
it's fun because I mean, for years this was the way I saw the movie. I've, I've I've said this before. This is the way I saw the movie. So so last one, and then there's one more, and you're like, what? I mean, that's doofy. That really is a doofus move. But it's not. It's actually not in the original film. It's something the dubbers added in. Like, and, and sometimes, you know what? What's a, I mean, like a, like Burial Ground Two has wonderful dubbing. I was thinking, of course, as always, I was thinking of something like For Your Height Only or something goofy like Rats Night of Terror, and the dubbing that that's in that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. This this minute the zombies go in there and they do sink. They gradually sink, and some of it looks a bit uncomfortable. What the actors have to do, like when they throw the one zombie with the helmet in, they just throw him in and he lands face into the water, and then the other our guy kind of has to sink. His head sinks back into the water. That just looks like that might be a little bit uncomfortable to me, especially because I mean it's a it's a lake. It's a, it's you know it's not it's not a controlled like watery environment. It's it's a lake that they're sinking into. So that's. That's, that could be a tetanus party right there. I was hoping at, at one point, yeah, you see the mayor looking over the lake, and then you see the lake kind of still. And then I was hoping they'd cut to underneath the lake, and we get to see the zombies kind of floating down, and maybe like, I don't know, like a horror party beach something uh, sort of thing, where they, they float to the bottom, and when they reach the bottom, there's some sort of chemical there or something, and suddenly they become Nazi zombies. Uh, I do like Horror Party Beach. That's a good one. I should have matched it up with this. They're both very weird. They both have random bits of gore. Mm, Horror Party Beach isn't so long on the nudity. And this one kind of hasn't been for quite some time, too. But thank goodness we are... Well, no, we're not quite halfway in. But the mayor's story has stopped. And no one's in any hurry to, to get anywhere. You know, those Nazis have been there for 10 years, 20 years. I... Who knows? <sighs> yeah, Zombie Lake. You are being enjoyed. All right, so I think that's about it for that. I just want to get out of the mayor's story and get back to something else happening. We get, I mean, that the, he could have told that story in five minutes. There's no reason why. How long did that take? Did that take like 20 minutes? How long did 15 minutes? How long did that take? It shouldn't have taken that long. Back to burial ground where all hell is broken loose. Our gang is inside the house. They've walled up. Some, they've they boarded up some windows. I think they're on the second floor. Uh, the zombies walked away two hours prior to the end of the previous minute from the house to do what? Uh, we don't know yet. And the minute ends with the uh, our favorite um, photographer guy uh, um, standing there with the butler and the other guy, the guy who says, "You nut." and they're boarding it up and they say okay that's that now let's check the others and then instead of actually going and checking the others they send the maid Kathleen to go and check the others so the previous minute ended with Kathleen with a candle in front of her face it's very dark walking around trying to find some open windows or things I don't know why they didn't give her wooden nails or anything they just said take this candle and just wander up and down the halls and if any zombies are coming in run like hell let's listen
I like this minute because apart from a long shot of, I think is it Janet, the woman who hurt her ankle in, in the zombie bear trap, watching Nicholas, the butler, pounding stuff, um, you know, a board against a, a window, and the other two gals getting excited about a piece of wood they found and beginning to, to let's do this, yeah, and p- pounding that into a window. The rest of the minute is, 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 is Kathleen, the maid, um, and generally the camera is like directly in front of her face, and it's sort of like the camera a lit candle and her face. And there are a few moments where it's sort of like, am I about to burn my face off? But it has a nice eeriness to it, especially, I think, because in most of it, it, it is very close to her face. The candle and the camera. The candle and the camera. And but and you, you, you can't really see much around her, apart from near the end where you can sort of see a wall. And then she sees kind of a curtain blowing, indicating something's open somewhere, which she gasps, and then the camera kind of like whoo, goes right into her eyeball. Whoa, hey, that's let's give it some space. Let's give some personal space here. I don't care how many zombies are around. I don't care how much of a zombie apocalypse this is. A little personal space would not hurt. And then there actually is is a moment. There, the closing moment is one I love, although I think it would have been far too dark to see right on the VHS because it's still dark on the Blu-ray but you can make out what it is in that she sort of steps up to the curtainy space and kind of peers through and there's a shot from her point of view where you can see through a doorway through a room out an open window and then the minute ends looking in through the open window and you can see her back beyond that doorway just this little there's a little light like underneath the window and uh, although it's a hole in the wall, is, is a window an actual like glass or something? This is just a hole in the wall. What I I suddenly realized I, I don't know what I'm talking about. This is a hole in the wall with shutters. Is that a window or a hole in the wall? And, and you see her in the distance with the candle, and it's really a nicely done shot. That again, I think would have been far too dark for us to see on the old VHS. This was something that always um, uh, zinged me about this film, and I. I I think I mentioned this before, but I I don't remember. But that's the, as far as I know, there may have been a little trim here and there, but as far as I know, yeah, when the movie hit theaters in the U.S. under the the title Burial Ground, it was unrated, and they didn't cut anything out of it. And forgive me if I told this story before, but it's a charming anecdote. They didn't cut anything out of it. They just sort of darkened the prints. And I, I... I've seen this many times on VHS and can attest to the fact that um, a lot of the gore is... You you could tell that there's... I I always refer to a later on scene involving a bathtub and a zombie where there's just copious amounts of gore and grue. But it's really kind of tough to see in in the old prints on the VHS because it's a little too dark so you can tell all this stuff is happening. But you can't really see it. It's almost suggested, but it isn't. And uh, But then I saw it on the big screen. I think I've, I've told you guys this. What was it, 2004 or something like that? And when I saw it on the big screen, the print was exactly like this. I mean, I was watching it during that scene. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess this... They must have done something where it was like, okay, to tone down on them asking us to cut stuff out. Although if it went out unrated, um, they darkened every print. Now, it could have just been, you know, when they made the prints for the U.S., they did a shoddy job and everything was too dark. But that kind of does make some sense that, you know, this film is loaded with gore. Well, it, it will be. It, there, there has been some. There's been gore. Uh, so we'll make the prints all a little too dark 
so you can't make out all the glistening red gore. It's you can you can insinuate that something's happening, but you can't see it. And, and I think a casualty of this, and I'd like to have a look at the VHS now because I certainly don't know where my copy is. But this shot of the the foreground is this window with the little light under, or this hole with the little light underneath it. Shutters on the side, and then all the way to the back doorway right in the center and she's kind of off center in the doorway with the candle and it's a really cool shot it has um it's great because it's not only like oh my gosh we got a window open but oh my gosh it looks like she's a thousand feet away from the window and oh my gosh is there something in the room that could get her before she gets to the window i like it it's very it's very creepy. It's very nicely done. It's very Bianchi. No, it's actually not very Bianchi uh, because it's got some subtlety to it. That subtlety will all drop right out the window shortly, but not in this episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. This was episode 39 of One Minute with European Zombies circa 1980. And this...